All right, we are live for the Wednesday edition of the Hangout. Uh, excited to be back with the fellas. It's been a minute, but uh, here we are again, just uh, get, get a chance to connect and just bounce ideas off each other. And for the most part, talk about recent events as well as share our two cents on things. But uh, we got time in the middle, and then Mr. Andre to the far, my far left or right. But how you guys doing, my friends? Fantastic. Doing great. Doing great. That's good. That's good, man. So I, I titled this one, The War Drums Are Beating Louder and Louder. And so, you know, all you guys, you know, cover all these subjects as well. So I'm curious to get your take on things. But, you know, before we begin, I put out the question, you know, what's the probability of us getting out of this year without there being some type of escalation? And Tom, you said it's not possible. No, (laughs) personally, I don't think it is because, okay, if we if we rewind the clock a little bit, let's go back to February of last year when uh, our our meaning NATO, our involvement really really became center stage and provocative to russia yeah if we would have backed off at that point and let the eastern speaking region of ukraine eastern russian speaking region of ukraine do its own thing let them have their own slavic civil war you know and maybe we just continue the same aid packages we were doing without doing this entire world like mockingbird media type thing where everybody has to get on board everybody has to sanction russia and it became to the point where the russian people and the russian government realized not only are they trying to destroy our livelihood by sanctioning us they hate us Mm -hmm. okay and then on top of that at red line after red line after red line after red line pumping in nato weaponry that then russia summarily blows up okay if we would have stopped then yeah, we there, there there could have been an off ramp, but now we're at this point where NATO is de facto a member of this war. It's 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 just commonly understood we are going as NATO going to fight until the last Ukrainian. So at the same time, we have clowns like Lindsey Graham and I believe his gay lover Sean Hannity. That's me saying that. Those two getting on TV every night and saying we need somebody to take putin out and then we're going to break the russian federation up and we're going to balkanize it so then from the russian perspective it's like how do we lose this there's there's no peace because um president t-shirt over in ukraine has signed a a law saying that they are it's not it's no longer allowed for any ukrainian leader to negotiate with russia so so russia does what they lose that means putin and the entire kremlin are deposed or executed and then the russian federation is balkanized well that's a no starter because the russian nuclear doctrine is if the safety of the russian state is at risk first strike nuclear use is on the table so that's that's a no-go russia cannot lose this war and now nato has pumped so much weapons so many weapons so much technology and we've trained and built up the ukrainian army since 2014 in the maidan coup and we've made it so public and such a big thing that we can no longer just say you know what we're done because then nato looks even worse than it did after the afghanistan withdrawal than what happens when china china comes for taiwan and i'm sorry i ukraine's not an ally taiwan's not an ally but if we're talking about global importance taiwan and the semiconductor industry is of national security concern for the United States. So I cannot reasonably, I can't in my mind think of a way where this ends without some sort of all out total war, like just total war. And this is, I'll, I'll end it on this. This is going to sound absurd, but I, I truly mean this. 
Mm-hmm. The other thing that's been happening simultaneously the last year year or two is we have all these UFO like UAP UFO things that are coming through the the, the Senate and the Congress. Right. The literal every institution is so distrusted right now. I truly believe the only way that the United States and NATO can back this thing off a cliff is saying, "Oh my God, we have aliens. We know them. They're here." It that that admission that there's aliens from the United States, from outside of this this world would yeah. change humanity forever. It would stop everything. Nothing else would matter. That would be the only way to back off of this, in Ooh. my opinion. Damn. Yeah, I, I like to mention an article, uh, paper. Um, I moved my camera from my office. Mm-hmm. But you guys probably heard of it. The was it the Iron Mountain? Uh, Tom, I know you probably heard of this. The Iron Mountain, the Iron Mountain Report, or something like the, that. The, the Rand Report. The Rand uh, Report. Was, hmm? The Rand Report from no. uh, uh, Iron uh, Mountain paper. It was like written in the sixties or something. I'll like look that. it up. Um, mm-hmm. And they in it there. It was like a think tank that came up with. Um, ways to form how do you how do you form a one world government and you know the main uh obstacles was sovereignty so how do, how do you get rid of sovereignty right mm-hmm. how do you willingly have nations how do you have nations willing willingly give up sovereignty and they came up with these like three major uh ideas one believe it or not was climate right? we're mm. all under the same climate you know, create some type of, or say there's some type of climate catastrophe and everybody in the world affects everybody in the world. Everybody gets behind that. You need one centralized organization to make uh, decisions, things like that. Another was actually UFOs. And lo and behold, 60 years after this paper is published, and I don't remember what the third one was, um, you get climate change, you know, emergency and potential UFOs. Mm-hmm. There you go. There okay. You go. Right I, I bet it was a global health emergency, the third one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely on the table. Like, all of a sudden, we got UFOs and the government. At the same time, like, we had this, you know, back when I was in high school, they were talking about we about to freeze to death, and then mm-hmm. they were talking about the ozone layer is about to fall, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff, and then now it's, you know, ice caps or mountains climate is always changing that's not the the problem the problem is like are we doing something so you know so harmful that we right. need to stop and, and if that is the case is that a government thing or is it a free market thing that's that's what that conversation needs to be about right and of course, we know that the whole climate issue plays into the ESG movement yep. and them trying to monetize the climate. Mon- so it's ultimately every event that we've ever experienced has been thrown away is about how can they monetize it, mm-hmm. sell it to us with fear, and then somehow, somehow, some way, build a product off of it to sell into the market for the corporations and the banks to monetize, yada, yada, yada. So we know how that goes. But, you know, with this current event of war, you know, there there can only be one winner, you know, if it gets to the point where, it escalates into a multi-nation, multi-countries war, all included. And Putin made it clear that, you know, they're not going to lose. Like, you know, if we lose, we all going to lose. The planet going to lose type of thing. So, you know, will bigger heads prevail? I I hope so. But I think it's very concerning. And speaking of which, you know, once Biden announced that they're sending 31 tanks, uh, somebody put this on Twitter. I'm going to bring this on the screen real quick here. Uh, Somebody's mentioned about, uh, you know, 
Kansas Department of Defense military equipment moving toward moving today shortly after Joe Biden announced he plans to send United States armored equipment to Ukraine. And so not sure if this is directly related, but you see all these taxpayer funded military <laughs> vehicles here heading off to Ukraine, basically become a target practice for Putin. So those things won't see the light of day more than likely. What, what are you guys he, thinking? Did well, you guys something... hear about Germany doing the same thing? Yep. The leopards. Yep. And, and there's uh, something to be oh. said, like a tank crew just doesn't just, it's not like you, you go from a Buick to a Cadillac. Like yeah. they're going from Soviet, like T-70 tanks and they're moving into like the, the Abrams M, uh, the Abrams tank, the, the leopard two, um, the, the British sent over some of their, I think they're called challenger tanks. These are, they're complicated pieces of equipment. They take four men to run. They, they need trailing convoys for service and fuel. So you're talking four to six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. Unless they've already been training these people and they're already ready to go. I read another article that they're going to be training these Ukrainians off site. And basically when I hear that it's either they're already trained or we're using a bunch of uh, people who might've been kicked, kicked out of the military for not accepting a certain medical procedure that have already had the training and being sent over like some Navy SEAL, the first ever to go AWOL that just got found dead in the Donbass. So the, there's, there's logistical hurdles and it, it, in the tank thing, Russia is vocally saying is a clear red line, a clear provocation. And that they're even saying now they, 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 I I don't want to say the, the NAZI word on your channel, but they have clearly attacked Germany. Calling, mm -hmm. saying they're on the wrong side of history again on with the same exact country mm. and that if this keeps going if germany keeps going berlin will be a legitimate target for them because at what point like mm -hmm. it, when lindsey graham is talking about Zelensky, a president t-shirt and his goon squad okay he, first of all let me just say this my great-grandfather fought nazis in world war ii i will never support NACIs in Ukraine. I'm just going to get that off the table. But when President T-Shirt and his far-right crazy lunatics are out there slaughtering women and children, all right, and you're sending them a bunch of weapons and they're doing terrible things with them, at what point is it our responsibility for supplying the lunatic with the weapons that he is then using to commit genocide on women and children? And that's documented. You can look it up. The UN has documented it. It, it just until february of 2022 then all the news stories changed i did this in my video today it's insane it's it, it, this this is goebbels level propaganda it's just being directed at us to accept atrocities right and speaking of which uh real, real quick i want to share with you uh we're talking about training and so this is an article from last week it says us is getting uh ukraine ready for a more aggressive war with russia training it for tank battles and other large-scale combat so well before the tank information was announced which was today it looks like there well, was already plans of training uh, the Ukrainian troops. And I actually actually saw somewhere that they're going to be training them also here in the U.S. as well. So um, it's more safer territory. They get trained here and get sit back there. To so yeah. Anyway, might as well. <laughs> All on the taxpayer dollar. So at this point, man, like they have committed to seeing this thing all the way through until the end. What does the end look like? You know, like. So even they have to know that it's going to mess up their agenda of resetting things, I assume, or perhaps this is a part of the whole plan. You'll own nothing to be happy with it because it's all going to be blown the hell up. Yeah, or, I, don't, I don't I don't see this messing up anything. I think this is lockstep because you got to own nothing to be happy to get to that point. 
right? You can't, in my opinion, you can't have a physical currency. Mm. That's one of the pillars of that utopia. You can't have a physical currency. And they are dumping so much money into this war that can't be won and it can't be lost. So Russia is not going to back down because if they do, that's the end of Russia. And NATO, for whatever reason, if they haven't come to, if they haven't realized that this corrupt government, the most corrupt country in Europe, isn't worth backing, mm-hmm. when are they going to figure that out? I mean, you got, um, I had to write her name down because I'm horrible with names, but the foreign minister of Germany was Anna Lena Barbach. Anna Lena Barbach. Damn. She's, well, the other day, well, about, what was that two months ago, she was like, we're supporting Ukraine no matter what. I don't care what my constituents would say. We're back in Ukraine. I'm like, well, she's got to go. You can get her out of office. She's not representing her constituents. Then I think yesterday or the other day, she's like, we're at war with Russia. I'm like, what? she's like that girl you take somewhere. She ended up getting you in a fight because of her mouth. Right. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, Russia's already said we're at war with NATO. Mm -hmm. Then NATO sends in tanks. Then Russia's like, well, Germany's free game. Anywhere Germany is, our bullets can go. They basically just said that because they're sending tanks into Ukraine. What are these people doing? I don't see any off-ramp for this. And you just, war is the biggest spender of money. Mm -hmm. You need to just blow this dollar out of existence. Mm-hmm. So until I see something else, I see we're right on track. And yep. and, and history, pro- we have history on our side. So you have World War One, and after World War One, you got the World League, and that failed, right? Mm-hmm. Then after World War Two, you get the United Nations, which is still around, but more importantly, you got that monetary uh, regime which came out of after Britain Woods and all that stuff. So. Yeah. How many, I'm not going to directly connect the two because, mm-hmm. you know, like Tom's grandfather and some of my family members fought in that war, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to say they were fighting to see a current for a currency. Mm-hmm. But how many people actually had to die? And after they died in that war, we got Brenton Woods. So how mm-hmm. many people are going to have to die? Mm-hmm. And after all these deaths, we're going to get a CBDC. That, I just mm-hmm. see the connection there, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, innocent casualties, man, caught in the middle, and we've been sold a narrative that we're 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 there to free Ukraine from Russia influence, and ultimately, Ru- Ukraine is a is the biggest proxy that the globalists have chosen to funnel funds through, set up neural weapon, you know, bio labs, and all types of things, which have come out now, and so they're hard pressed on making sure that Ukraine stands at all costs. So, how many lives will be lost? You know, we I don't think we even see nowhere near the big the the, the full amount as of yet. So. Now, I wonder, here's another little tidbit to also ask about. Uh, here's uh, Russia installs anti-aircraft missiles on key Moscow buildings and sabotage fear. So if this is true, once again, it's coming from the UK source. But, you know, is you think Russia thinks something's coming their way to where they're perhaps, you know, just provide a little bit, bit of cushion so that they can defend their, their sales? Or what are you guys thinking? Speaking of on this, I watch a channel, an uh, English guy that lives in St. Petersburg, Russia, and off the top, Iro Gray TV. Okay. He lives in Russia. Um, he is definitely like a hard line, hard line pro Russian, but he, he's traveled to the Donbass, done some documentaries. 
Um, and another guy that he does videos with lives in Moscow and they, they provided video evidence of this. Like it does exist and that should send chills down people's spines. Like uh, a capital of a, a country, mm-hmm. a, a world power, China, let's say Beijing, Washington, or, or Moscow, they start putting anti-aircraft missiles installments in their capital city. That, that that's really got to start waking people up yeah. and i don't understand why people are just so so too or like did like i don't know what's wrong with people i'm not somebody who like gets hyper like oh my god the world's ending the world's ending sometimes i want it to but the world's not the world's ending but this is this is real and this is serious and i, I want to ask both you guys let me mm-hmm. ask you guys a question for once sure. do you think that yes, we all know that there's a, there's a grand plan for like Andre says the CBDC and Mike mm-hmm. says the the reset the financial reset. But do you think the powers that be, the Western powers, actually have control over this situation? Yeah, that's a good that's a great question because then you're mm-hmm. saying, are these people just stupid, or is this a plan that's been set in place? Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't believe anybody's this stupid. But but think about this. This to 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 your point earlier about the Iron Mountain report. You know that was a overall arching plan that was put in place of things that need to take place in order to bring about a one new world order structure. Everything we experienced to this point has taken us in our direction. Still, is I don't doubt one bit that Putin is aware of that same strategy, as well as Xi, as well as all the other nations. And I think literally. You know, they all know the overarching plan that's in play. Now it's that, like, how do we sell this to the world to make sure that they don't realize that we're doing this to them rather than these events are unfolding just by circumstance and we are also scrambling like them. Like, they're still in control of everything at the at the back end because they control technology, the governments, and the currency, which is basically what keeps us alive. Like, we do what we do on a daily basis because we need the currency to feed ourselves and yada, yada, yada. So that's all that stuff has been hijacked, man. So... You know, I don't think it's planned out according to a, a plan directly, but they all understand what's at stake, and it has to do with the reset. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that, yeah, plan, I, however I, that plays out. I definitely, like I always say, I don't think it's your – it's definitely not like your typical voter. They don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, typical po- low-level politicians, they they probably don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't – I would say up in the upper echelons of government, those people – there are some that do know, obviously, because mm-hmm. it has to – somebody has to know. But I believe a lot of these people just don't know. And they're just going with the flow. It's like, you know, I on my channel, I talked about how a narrative is like a river. Once it's going, you just need to drop something in it and it'll just go down in there. Like, and, and you'll see something. It'll be so obvious when something's going against the narrative because it's going against the river, right? So if you yeah. just pop your typical politician in this river that's flowing to the left, boom. He just flows with it and his decisions, his value. Well, in order for him to get in that river anyway, his values and belief system have to align with that. If not, it's going to flow. He's going against the current. So he probably won't even get in there. And then like Trump, when Trump got plopped in that river, he was this bright orange, you know, thing flying about. (laughs) Everybody just see like, hey, he trying to tell you, you know, this thing is going wrong. So. Yeah, I, I think there is a plan in place for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. who, who's orchestrating that? It, I, who knows? Maybe right, it no is. Maybe it is uh, 
you know, Professor No or whatever his name is, World Economic Forum. Uh, dude. Watch this. The, 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 the acting parties from our political front here is no doubt the longest tenured politicians. Like the people who have been lifetime, you know, politicians. Biden been there, what, 50 years? 50 Pelosi, years. 40 years. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the Maxine Waters? 50 years. I mean, so they Feinstein, know what's going on. Yeah, Feinstein. Feinstein. They know what's going on, and they've been they've been a part of yeah. orchestrating it from the from the from the inside out, like all the legislations that come about and all the stuff like that. They, they they're the ones that are overseeing things, and all the other ones that are new, they're just more so the the good guy, bad guy. Like you know, you got you know Paul, you know Rand Paul. He's you know he's a you know good guy speaks speaks good, but he knows his limitations. You got all the other Mooney and all those other people, the Goldak people. They speak good, but they're they're newbies. You know what I'm saying? They don't really carry no weight at the end of the day. So, but I guess what I guess what my question was though, like, yeah, I understand that we we live in a we live in the age of machine politics and grand plans and open schemes, and there there's nobody denying that. There's nobody denying that the WEF and the Davos types are literally pulling strings behind the back. And Mike, you were saying that the 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 dollar, the the, the currency is everything. But what happens when you take the uh, you remove the counterparty risk from the other party, and you say, "Well, I can't use the dollar." So, what does it matter if my missiles hit your city? Because you controlled the dollar before. You took you took my ability to use that away. So now, what counterparty risk do I have? I have none. I have zero. You, you've threatened me. You've pushed me into a corner. What what risk do I have? So I, I I just I I I also believe that we we are just we are ants in an ant farm that's being you know bulldozed and plowed by these these freaking globalist maniacs. But at the yeah. same time, humans are humans and they're emotional, and a, a plan can only be so big and so complex. And at what point is it possible? that Putin's not playing games and he's not part of any plan or he sees the plan and doesn't like it. And he's going to be like, okay, it's either I'm going to end up in a pink tutu reading my daughter, a story about how she's actually a boy in the next five years, or I'm going to save this country and be the hero that Lenin thought he was and Stalin thought he was, and they're going to have parades about me. Mm -hmm. Or like Dugan says, we're going to end, we're going to end all of this corruption in an apocalypse and start fresh from the stone age. And that's that's insane, but that's that that's kind of common Russian thought because they think of us Western types as so so decadent and so corrupt, and I can't I can't blame them for thinking that way. Mm -hmm. So I, I just in my mind I struggle to think where does the big plan end and where does just the 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 the, the drive to preserve your nation begin? Yeah, well, it, motive has always been like a sticking point for me, like what's the motive for all this? Like what's the motive for someone who doesn't know me mm -hmm. uh, to want to control everything I do? Cause that's basically what you're doing. Like that fat guy from the international bank of settlements was like, well, you know, they can be using cash. We wouldn't know what he's doing with the cash. So that's why we need the CBDC. I'm like, dude, why do you need to know what I'm doing with the cash? Right. Like seriously, why do you need to know? So the motive for this is I, I really can't nail it down other than the weaponized altruism. Well, the, the tool is weaponized altruism, right? Mm -hmm. Like going to get people to care about this issue and give over their 
you know, privacy in the form of this digital currency, blah, blah, blah. They sell it to us in a certain way. I'm sorry, I'm rambling here, but they'll sell it, they'll sell it to us, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a convenience uh, for safety. But at the end of the day, you're giving up a lot of your privacy. So what's the motive for that? And the only thing I can think of is really for them to keep their status. Mm-hmm. Because if if there's one world government, right? Let's say we wake up in December and there's literally a one world government. Well, mm-hmm. I would think everybody who's a leader now in the like in Great Britain and in the United States and Canada, they'll still maintain their quote unquote status relative to us. They may just have someone over them that's yeah. exposed. Where right now, that person is probably already there. We just don't know about it. Good point. Now watch this. Let me let me. So the first thing that came to my mind is, you know, you know, you say, well, what's their motive? What's what, why? To me. It's 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 in it's a spiritual, demonic, satanic. I mean, we all know about the sacrifices, trafficking, what they do to. Keep, I mean, you know, we know the whole ring, and it's it's a part of a much darker atmosphere right. that you know, like they don't want us to really talk about much. And if you talk, go too deep into it, you get canceled, you get censored. You know, you, you if you admit if you mention a certain ethnic group, you lose your bank accounts, your right. shoe brand. You know how that right. stuff go. But yeah. I want to pull this up here real quick. Because I used to, I, I use this, I call it the pyramid of power. And it's just, I just grabbed this real quick, but I've mentioned this before. But, you know, at the very bottom is the control factor. You know, from the time you're born, you go to school, you work, you pay taxes, you're dead, you retire. You know what I'm saying? That's the model they keep us in. Then you got the government structure. Then you got the corporations that are working together with the public private partnerships, work economic form. Then you got the uh, IMF, the World Bank. Then you go above that, you got the Committee of 300, the Council of, thir- of 13, and that's the all-seeing eye. I've seen more stuff talk about, you know, that's, you know, referring to Satan itself. So, you know, however it plays out. But this pyramid of power here, and the biggest part of it is the ants at the bottom, the debt slaves. And I think this is what they're trying to rebrand to be more uh, digital. Inclusive. Can, yeah. You say inclusive? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say exclusive for 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 them in comparison to us, but then again, they're trying to use technology with the digital ID, the CBDC, and the tracking and tracing, and smart cities. You can only go five minutes away from your house, yeah. and so that's a, that's just a new brand of what they've already been doing with this yeah. current debt model. So, yeah, know, I mean, I, I think it is like a new a new addition, like because I I was uh, I had a conversation with a friend of mine, I kind of upset him little bit but i was like if you think about i'm always talking about slavery right in america mm-hmm. anyway and, and world slavery in general, but historically speaking slavery in america mm-hmm. i was like if you took us and i was talking to him at the time mm-hmm. my friend i said what would we likely be doing you know if this was 1860 1857 and we're mm-hmm. in georgia he was like mm-hmm. well likely we'd be on some plantation somewhere mm-hmm. and i was like okay well, what would we be doing? He was like, what do you mean? We'd probably be kicking, you know, picking cotton or something like that. I was like, all right, we'll say it's not harvest season, it's not planting season. What would we be doing? Like, right, chilling, like playing a banjo or like, you know, just trying to holler at some women or something, you know, just, and I was like, okay, I'm going to fast forward you to night, you know, 2021. If you're two black guys in Detroit, what are you likely doing? 
<laughs> right? If you're if you're not saying you're unemployed, but you're almost the social status. Mm -hmm. I'm not even talking about racism at all. Just mm -hmm. that stratosphere in the economy, not much has changed. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you go from the bottom of the social economic ladder in 1857 mm -hmm. and you go to 2021 and in a lot of these communities mm. it's still the same like a vast majority of african americans are still at that level although you're physically free to go wherever you want to go or well, we so but, we think so you yeah think well, about this what come to mind is we were we were we you know were the product then we're right. still the product now yeah. you know they're just in a different yeah. form so yeah nothing's so really changed other than the perception of freedom because right. what do we really control at the end of the day yeah. So, no, but you guys are both if right. Went, it, it, if Tom, let's say, all right, let's say for some reason me and Tom met in the free state of California mm -hmm. in like 1850, right? Mm -hmm. So me and Tom, you know, uh, chopping it up in San Francisco, we hang out, have a great time. And then 10 years later, let, you know, we, we separate. Mm -hmm. And I tell him I'm from Georgia, right? And, he's, and I say, hey, I'm going back to Georgia. Now, if Tom is looking for Andre in 1857, mm -hmm. where's he going to go? He's going to look, the first place you're going to look is probably a plantation somewhere. Like, mm -hmm. okay, he's a black guy, south, he's probably around the plant. If he's not a slave, probably mm -hmm. around the plantation. Mm -hmm. You can say the same thing today. I can meet, <laughs> I can meet Tom in San Francisco today, <laughs> tell him I'm from Detroit, saying I'm about to go back to Michigan. Where's mm -hmm. he going to start looking? urban Detroit not mm -hmm. I mean it's the same nothing technology's changed mm -hmm. materials change we're, we're free to walk around uh we got a lot of rights and freedoms but if you're taking a view from a, you know 60,000 feet up over mm -hmm. the course of time a lot of that is still the same so that pyramid you just showed mm -hmm. it's like like <laughs> you said it's a rebranding so Tom you're in that bottom part now with me and with me and Mike. Yeah. Right? Yeah, humanity so in general is in that bottom more, that bottom part. More and more people into that. Mm -hmm. I don't this think is, it's really going to change. I think, you know, other than you you won't have physical currency, the people who are at the top of that pyramid now will remain. You me, you and Tom will just have a lot less privacy and a lot less rights. I, right. I Two things. What did Rosa Parks say? She said, it, I would have freed a lot more people if they only knew they were slaves. Right. And right. then secondly, you're right. Like it doesn't right now that that whole what you're talking about it is is we're all it just 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 the non elite, the the, the even the, the middle class, the lower class. If if I pull up in a in a 1995 Toyota Corolla and I tell you I'm from whatever city. You're going to look in a bad part of the city. But if I pull up and I tell you I'm in a, in a Cadillac and I tell you I'm from that same city, regardless of my skin color, mm -hmm. you're going to look for me in a different part of that city. So, yeah, it's absolutely true. It's transcendent race at this point. And, and it, it, it's it, it is somewhere in the Bible. I think the Old Testament, it was like, why would you work seven days? You're not a slave. You take the Sabbath. Right. We have lost that because this American idea of like, just go, 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 go is really consuming us to be materialistic and, and it's feeding corporations. And okay. So that, that's, that's Andre is absolutely right. And the, basically that, that, that old slavery model has just 
moved in time and space to encompass all lower class people, all non-elite, even most middle and upper middle class people are still in that. If I miss a week of work, I miss two weeks of work, something happens to me, boom, everything's gone. I've, I've leased, borrowed. I own nothing. I own nothing. And I'm happy, right? I, the, I owe the bank for everything I own, but I'm still happy. I'm driving a Corvette. I live in a big house, whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. But that, that's now that try to tell this. Now try to tell this same thing to someone in Africa. Tell someone in Africa that they can't cut down this tree because of the environment. They're going to say, if I don't cut down this tree, my kid doesn't eat. How about you go F yourself? Don't kill this gorilla because don't kill this gorilla because it's endangered. If I don't kill this grand, uh, gorilla, my whole village doesn't eat. Go F yourself. The, this model that these these Easter, the, the, this European Davos elite have concocted and 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 just just enslaved all of us in all in the, all of the Western world does not translate to Russia, does not translate to Africa. China is already super enslaved, so God, they would be happy to be where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's weird. Like what Andre is saying, it fits perfectly with what you were saying. Like it's like this is very first world, but they're trying to keep the third world and the global south from even having our first world problems. And that's the problem. Now, speaking of Russia real quick, you know, the Russian citizens are also at the very bottom of this. Oh, yes. Yep. yep. And so, like, you know, all it was eight billion people on this planet now. How many ever number what the number is, what we're told. We're all in that category here. And I will even submit that even some of the, you know, billionaires, perhaps, you know, the corporation sector, like they don't call shots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have to you know, abide by certain rules or regulations or their companies go bye bye. And we know they don't want that to happen. So they're going to comply, too. So the biggest question is, like, you know, these families, these families has been around for generations, hundreds of years. I would assume that they're closer to the top of this pyramid. And, you know, they're the ones that own the central banks, that own the currencies, that own, the, you know, what I'm saying? so it, it's those people that, you know, we need we would need to get to in order to really make change. But then do we either of you aim on a lot of those people. Do either of you know the story? It was either the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds. I, I don't know. But basically, like Napoleon had just lost the war and they oh, owned a no, newspaper no. and they ran a, a headline saying Napoleon won. Mm-hmm. And they basically bought everything for yes. zero dollars. Yeah. And then they lied to everybody and they stole everybody's wealth. Right. Who was, was that? Do you, do you know the story I'm talking about? Red, that was the Rothschilds. I forgot what it was. But this, you'll own nothing and be happy. That situation has actually existed in the past in this country. And it was called slavery. See, what? See, this is why the narrative is so important. So the narrative on, I don't know if I talked to you guys about this before, but I think I asked, I asked the question to everybody, like name something good about Satan, right? And most Mm -hmm. people, they have nothing good. But then, you know, he could sing, right? Uh, he motivate he motivated people to come get kicked out of heaven, so that's good, right? Uh, then you say, Name something good about slavery. Ain't nothing ever been good about slavery. You nuts, ain't nothing, about, you know, it's like you can't even consider it. But if you, you know, if I'm if I was the slave of the year, you know, because of my physical powers, I'm just you know making all type of hay and doing everything, and then you know, I go out and get some wood and boom. There go my ACL. Uh, I'm out for six weeks. Then I come back. I'm I'm back in the game, right? Next mm-hmm. year, get slave of the year again. Then I go out and get some more wood. Now, back is gone. I can't do nothing. 
I'm on the mm-hmm. sideline forever. What happens to me? I was in my prime. Mm-hmm. This ain't the NFL. I don't just they don't just send me home. They don't <laughs> kill me either. Whoever my master was or is at that time has to take care of me until I die. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. Nuh-uh. I doubt that. If you ain't producing, yeah, they do. there's laws on casualty. You out. If you know, every, I'm going to trade you or sell you. You're going to trade him too. I ain't taking him. He can't do nothing. He'll get something for you. <laughs> cradle, from, from cradle to the grave. Mm-hmm. But if isn't this so? Owner, if you're a white slave owner, if you're a Native American slave owner, if you're a slave owner in America and all those states that had slavery, mm-hmm. from the cradle to the grave, you are responsible for what they eat, clothes, food, shelter, and you can't just kill them. Cause they got a spring ACL or you know they paralyzed. Think mm-hmm. about it. There were kids who were born handicapped, so they can't. That's it was called murder. You can't just kill somebody because they they not profitable to you. But you can't even discuss that narrative. Mm-hmm. All but that wait. to say. All Close that your to- eyes. Close mm-hmm. your eyes, and everything you just said. Just take away the word slavery. Who mm-hmm. would you imagine? A leftist begging for universal basic income and Medicare for all because it's the same thing. It is literally the same thing. They are begging, put me in shackles, government. I will do whatever you want as long as I don't have to take the risk of being free. That's exactly what we're at right now. I was about to say you you own nothing to be happy. And the biggest one of the biggest examples of that is one of the biggest stories we have about slavery with John Brown when his crazy butt went to Harper's Ferry on a. He was on something, man, but him and his band of like 12 people was trying to take over a military institution, went to a went to a plantation with slaves, and they were like, nah, we good. You do your thing, man. We good. We got three hots in the cot, and we get fed, and we clothed, and you, you know, we're good. If we wanted to leave, the, ri- the all we had to do is cross the li- river right there. So I'm not advocating for slavery. Hmm. But what no, I am saying no, is- Me either. Me either. <laughs> This that existence where you own nothing and be happy. Those slaves didn't own anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they were as happy as happy as relative, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they were as happy as the slave owners, but there was we know about four slave revolts in the United States over the course of 400 years. It wasn't like everybody was trying to escape, and you can't you can't even talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. Again, just in case somebody want to clip this. I'm not advocating for slavery, not saying it was a great thing. <laughs> slavery was evil. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. But there's two sides to every coin. Mm-hmm. And the danger of you own nothing and be happy is that has existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't an alien concept from another planet or something. That has actually existed. And again, I'll quote one of my favorite uh, Southern gentlemen who was, pro, who was a pro-slavery guy. Uh, he said socialism, which that universal basic income shit, uh, is nothing but scientific slavery. Yep. Gentlemen, okay, so uh let's talk about the uh let's talk about the leaked documents or the strategically placed documents and you know who's possibly up next. We're gonna find some documents that next. <laughs> so we had uh Biden at first, now Pence. Like, okay, they, they couldn't just make it solely a democratic thing. They had to put a Republican, so-called quote-unquote Republican in it. So what does it mean? Why now? Is this more of a distraction, aversion tactic? What are they trying to hide from us? What's what's coming down the pipe other than war? 
that uh, they probably try to keep our eyes from. You know what, Mike? You need mm-hmm. to on your screen back there. Maybe you use a back screen, and we need mm-hmm. to put up some predictions. What's that? Okay. <laughs> need to put up some, like they do on TNT. Uh, I'm out of the prediction with, game. With Chuck and uh, the basketball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Predictions for the year. We need to do that, man. Because here's my prediction. I've been uh-huh. saying this since that old man got elected. I said mm-hmm. he won't do four years. Mm-hmm. They're gonna figure out a way to get rid of him. Either you know he passes away, unfortunately, or he he. They find him in some crime and he gets impeached. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they need to usher in Kamala because mm-hmm. she's going to push in the most ridiculous socialist Marxist uh, policies that directly align with the World Economic Forum. And mm-hmm. the way she'll be able to do it is because people who look like Tom and identify as a male like Tom currently is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, is a fluid situation. You can't, you can't debate them, right? Like you, <laughs> Kamala's in office, Madam President. Why did you? You're a sexist. You're a racist. You're a homophobic, right? You can't do anything. So she'll be the perfect shield for them to push through these crazy left-leaning socialist Marxist concepts that the World Economic Forum is pushing so hard for. <laughs> and hey, you got you leaving classified documents all over the place, bro. You got to go. If it's not that, maybe they'll finally bring up charges on this uh, Ukraine stuff. I, I really don't think he's going to make it two years. I think we'll have a president uh, come. That's my prediction. So no. as of right now, when is the next? Pre- I mean, it's president's election is 20, 2024. And then the next that president would enter the White House on January. Was it 20? The first Monday. I think the first Monday of January. 2004, right? Or 2005? Five. 2005. Okay. So that's that two year time frame. So you're saying Kamala or Biden is still going to be one of the. Kamala will probably be give or take there until that time frame there. My thing is based upon this war stuff, I always said as well before all this, the probability of us actually having an election where people can actually get up and go out and vote because of the ballot, that's commonplace now. So you no more, no more going nowhere. And you know, once again, we got Bill Gates talking about, you know, something's coming. So mm-hmm. that might come right before the presidential cycle, making sure people can't go vote so that it'll right. be, you know, cast your ballot. And of course, they got all the ballots already filled out already. They, they're just waiting on the year. So it's like, you know, we're not going to have another presidential election that's going to be of anything because we can't trust the last previous elections from from, from 2020 or or the 20 or whatever, whatever elections we had. We can't trust none of that crap. So, it's you know, it's a wrap, man. But yeah. It, if you have mail-in ballots, the Republicans ain't winning nothing. They, they're just not winning anything. I mean, the ground. This isn't even conspiracy stuff. It's just logistically the Democrats, the way it's set up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go knock centers. on doors, it's just so many doors to knock on in urban America, which is all Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to go outside of that, where it's Republican town or whatever Republican country, you got to get in your car and drive. You know, a couple of acres to get to the next. Uh, potential voter so it's just right yeah I, I, unless they have to get rid of these ballots man i mean these uh mail-in ballots that's the only way i can see a republican winning they already so speaking, lining up governor governor newsom speaking of They're which like, i actually heard somebody say they might get rid of uh uh they might get rid of uh, Biden, Kamala, Jeffries, and just somehow pushing Gavin Newsom in there. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know what constitution they read, but I don't think all types of order. 
But once again, they don't abide by the Constitution anyway, so they're trying their best to rewrite the whole thing. But here's just something I found yesterday, uh, you know, claims the discovery of 200,000 failed votes in Arizona. This is huge. So they're still she's still pressing for the stuff in Arizona as if it really matters. I don't know. But, you know, this this is the type of stuff that we the world is up against. So, um, well, OK, with the whole document, with the whole document thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So we got to we got to let's do a little bit of a timeline. Dana Remus, White House Legal Counsel, July 2022. She announces that she's going to be resigning from the post of White House Legal Counsel. And remember, White House Legal Counsel represents the office of the president, not the president himself. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's July. Then these documents at Biden's house were supposedly found in or no, this. Yeah, July and then Basically, it was she 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 announces she's going to resign. They raid Trump's office. This lady, Dana Remus, is now Biden's personal attorney who then finds documents in Biden's office. Why was she looking? That's the big question, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a lot simpler than people are making it out to be. Hunter Biden is under investigation by the Delaware courts. Mm-hmm. Okay. If possibly they found classified information on his laptop and the court ordered a subpoena for that information and it happened to be at former vice president joe biden's home or his think tank at 101 washington avenue avenue at upenn mm-hmm. then that would be a bit of a problem so it, they find this right before election and then they announce it as oh we were cooperating when possibly it could have been they were subpoenaed for it and the whole trump thing was just a cover-up or to tie him to oh well Biden's going to step step down. So Trump's got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I think all of this is, is okay. What happened right before all this information minus Trump new Congress took place. What did new Congress say they were going to do? We're going to start investigating thing, mm-hmm. investigating things. So what does the FDA come out with? Oh my God. All of a sudden we found out a certain thing that we've been pushing all of a sudden is might be linked to seizures. Mm-hmm. And then what happens in Ukraine? Oh my God. They're all resigning because of corruptions. Why could it possibly be because they're about to be investigated? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Hunter Biden's been being investigated. So, oh, little Merrick Garland has to say, well, we're going to appoint a special counsel. What does that do? That protects the president. Oh, we can't. We It's a special counsel. We don't want the Congress to interfere with an ongoing investigation. Let the process play out. That's exactly why they did it. And as of today, I'm pretty sure that the the uh, Jim Jordan just got a response from the DOJ saying, oh, well, because of our internal um, I- internal policies, we can't cooperate with your subpoena from Congress because it's an ongoing investigation with the special counsel. <laughs> this is all cover up. This is all front running a cover up that they're, they're just they're just putting up all of the fences that they possibly can because they knew the new Congress came into town since the new congress how many things did the government admit to that they've been lying about it's insane all of a sudden now all of a sudden now people are getting hurt from this 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 tylenol medicine that they've been forced to take all of a sudden now we have x amount of people coming over the border all of a sudden now ukraine's firing everybody because of corruption it's like come on this isn't a coincidence oh wait also we can't forget all of a sudden now the faa is admitting that pilots also have a bunch of heart problems they don't know why like really, mm-hmm. really, it, it, to me, this document so, thing just falls into that. They wanted to appoint a special counsel. This has nothing to do with Biden directly. It does, but this is old. 
This was from the Hunter Biden document, Hunter Biden laptop. They subpoenaed these documents and they needed to front run it and, and make Joe Biden come out looking like, oh, I'm cooperating. I'm doing it. And as far as Pence, Pence came out one time and I remember him saying, I was in a room without my wife, but I did not touch her. He's just a dweeb. And I think that's his thing. And he just told on himself because he just wanted to somehow be relevant. That, that's my thing. I think it also he's, he put his name out there or they floated his name out there as a possible candidate. Yeah, presidency. exactly. And so test the waters. But it's like, dude, like nobody's messing with you. Like, it's just no. you didn't do you didn't do us no justice on, on your exit out of there. Judas you know, look, um, what else? What do you think? What do you think, Dre? Um, Gavin Newsom, you guys seen that picture? Like, we've had two mass shootings in the past couple of days in the mm-hmm. state with the strictest gun laws in America. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, you know, the Second Amendment was put in as a, a suicide, suicide pack or something like that. Meanwhile, he's walking around the streets of California with three armed bodyguards. So, you know, I, you know, I'm not important enough to be able to do that, but apparently he is. And I thought we were all citizens. Right. Oh, dumb. I'm so stupid. But <laughs> that said, at the end of the day, I think is inevitable. I'm going back to the CBDC mm-hmm. because China's going to have it. And it looks like Russia's already dabbling with it. If not, China already has it. China, China already, ha- already has it. And Russia yeah. is working on it. Every country's working on it. It's just more yeah. so what they're so telling it's, us. It's, it's like the nuclear not. bomb. It's like, it's like the nuclear bomb. You can say you don't want to use it, but you're going to mm-hmm. have it uh, mm-hmm. because it's just, it just, the physical currency, when it comes to transactions across the border, uh, I, I I do believe I don't I haven't heard this or anything, but I do believe it'll probably be sold to us as a way to literally restart everything. I mean, oh, you're out of debt, and those you owed money to, we'll just give them that money. But you you're out of debt. I I can see them selling it that way. You know what I mean? Like if you have college debt, we'll, you no longer have college debt. And the debt that was owed to someone else, they no longer have that debt or that asset on their books. Mm-hmm. Or they'll turn that asset, you know, they'll make it so that nobody loses. Because if you right. think about it, the central bank never loses. There's no, they don't have a profit and loss statement. So right. why not just do it for everybody else? If they really want to reset everything, and I think that's probably what they're going to do. That's why I said last time, we, African-Americans might actually get reparations. Not that they give a damn about African-Americans, but it's definitely a good way to kill the physical dollar. Just dumping all this money into the system to a point where you're like, "Uh uh-oh, we got to do something. You know what? All that 50 million, we gave African-Americans $5 million. Guess what? None of that money is worth anything. <laughs> we gonna start everybody at zero. You're all equal now. Shut up. We gave you reparations. Boom. You know, y'all all eating bugs. You own nothing. Just be happy. Right. right. That's, the, that's, the, that's the reboot. Like, you know, the system needs to be reset because it's far outlived its capacity to maintain yeah. itself because of that. Reboot yeah. it started clean. And unfortunately, majority of people that's, you know, that's where I guess in their thinking, majority of the people that's at the bottom of this pyramid, they don't really own much anyway. anyway. So they won't really lose much. So we'll give them what we feel is appropriate for them. You know, housing accommodations. We'll give them a monthly UBI, and we'll you know let them know what days they can go to the grocery store or not, and they'll be happy with it. Type of approach. So, um, but plantation. Yeah, 
that's a sick and twisted narrative that they want us to go for, man. Hey, man but my, let me ask you guys, though. Like, I, I'm with you on this, Mike. Like, we definitely need to accelerate this and just let it go. This $31 trillion guillotine that's hanging over all of our necks, is, it's not sustainable. Like, the mm-hmm. ropes can give out sometime and hopefully not while my neck's under it. Yeah. So we, we definitely need a reset. And like Andre's talking about, I don't want a CBDC. It's only used for tyranny. There is no legitimately good reason to use a CBDC when we have a global digital financial system. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the question is, and I this is something I run up with against people. Okay. Yes, I think that what we're doing in Ukraine is bad. Yes, I don't like the woke thing. Yes, the 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 dollar has been weaponized against us and against the world. But do you really want to live in a world where the BRICS nations are the moral, the moral guidestone for everybody? Because I sure as hell don't. I don't want to live in a world where China, China sets the moral, the moral agenda. I don't want to live in a world that where Russia sets the moral agenda. At the end of the day, America, for all its flaws and and all of its corruption and everything that we've been through since 1971 with Henry Henry Kissinger and the Trilateral Commission and the WEF and all of that, mm-hmm. I would still take America and its constitution and its Christian values as the guidestone for what morality is and what our society is built upon. And unfortunately, if you strip the dollar away, society collapses and whatever fills that vacuum, if it's a yuan or a ruble, if it's gold back, if it's digital back, doesn't matter. What's also going to come with that is the morality of that nation. And I don't have the morals of a Chinese communist. I don't have the morals of a Brazilian. I don't have those morals. I have the morals of an American who believes in this country and its constitution, even though it's pie in the sky, wishful thinking. And that's where I kind of butt heads with people sometimes when they're like, well, the dollar is going to collapse and it's going to be bricks and the petrol one and this and that. And do you think it's that, that is that better? Is that really better? Because I, I don't think they're going to give deference to us. I, I, well, us here right now, I don't think they're going to give any deference to. I, I will agree with you and throw some flying that ointment because right now, <laughs> much I appreciated. I don't think you could take a four year old to China and get a get a gender trans, you know, a surgery done on a four ten year old. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. I think the United States Constitution is the greatest document ever written, um, and if the world just adhered to that, that would be better than communism. Because communism kills. I mean, it's over and over. It just kills. So we don't need communism. Uh, but I don't know. You know, we have all this debt in the system. And it has to end. Like Mike is saying, it, this just can't go forever. But when it does end, if you don't replace it with a CBDC and another nation does, then you're at a real disadvantage, right? Mm-hmm. You're at a total disadvantage. So I haven't heard of anything that will replace the CB, like the physical dollar, like we're, we're, we're going to destroy the physical dollar and we're not going into a CBDC. Like what's the alternative there? I don't know. So if, right. if there is a CBDC, I think people like us has to ensure that your privacy rights are respected and, and just nailed in there if, that, if that's even possible, because I don't think it's actually possible. I think it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a multi-tier society, you know, similar to a lot of those, you know, space movies where you got the people on ground who participate. They, right. they, they gave in, they complied. We see who we see who in the world will be willing to comply when you 
when you apply when you apply enough pressure, they'll comply to maintain their standard of living, things like that. We saw we saw that already. And mm-hmm. so the people who don't comply, they'll have the barter economy. That's why you got your gold, your silver, your know, everything like that. Right, right. So you can have alternatives. And so we're going to definitely get back to barter and things like that. So how it won't be as comfortable because you won't be able to participate, you know, in society the way you want to. But then again, like, you know, hopefully, you know, greater heads prevail and we actually, you know, debunk all that stuff and it fails. That would be the goal. But, you know, ultimately speaking, you know, biblically, biblically speaking, like you mentioned the greatest document of all time. I would probably say yeah, this okay. one right here, yeah, which, you know, the, the, the key for that other one. But in the end of that book there, it tells us how all this comes to an end. So it's like right. we will have a one world currency. It's not that's not a, it's not a I don't question that one bit. So it's just a matter of what time frame, whether the CBDC is a part of that because they're trying to interconnect the countries. And, yeah, yeah, we go on and I ran all about that all the time. But, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> Um, so here, here's uh, let me share something right here. So Ed says, You guys are forgetting someone must produce something or no one has anything. That's a good very point. Robots are for very true, very true. <laughs> good point, Ed. Does producing Rumble videos count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody right, has to man. produce something, but that's you know, we talked about that, uh, that chat bot. I mean. Chat GPT or whatever last week, and this is three, and they're already talking about like four. But I saw some ridiculous number about computations that Chat GPT does now, and then mm-hmm. the next version that's supposed to be like a hundred times, a hundred times as powerful. And I'm I'm just like, man, where does it go? Where how 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 powerful does it become? Yeah. Because it's, dis- then, it's disrupting the economies, it's dis- disrupting sectors. As we move along, you know, every day yeah. sectors are being disrupted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we're going to end up with like an inverse idiocracy because when I was younger, okay, I'm, I'm 35. I remember when I was a teenager, I lived in rural Maine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that we were, we were years behind. And I remember when the internet came around, I was the only one I had it. Right. And I was like, when everybody gets access to this, it's no longer going to be how smart you are. It's going to be about your ability to access information. And I thought truly that people would be would use that in a good way, but people just got stupider. But I think what's going to happen with this chat GBT thing, it's going to be like the inverse of idiocracy where men with calluses on their hands that can change a tire are going to become so just sought after by women that we're going to have this like this, this renaissance of like just masculine men and like Amazonian women. And like, there's going to be this like nerd culture that's sitting there asking their chat GBT how to change a coffee filter. Yeah. And I, I think maybe I'm, I'm just a little wishful thinking. I think that <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I totally get that, man. I mean, th- there's some kids like, I don't know how old my niece was when I was still asking her if she could read a clock. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, everything's digital, right? Like they mm-hmm. just, I mean, she was well beyond the age. Like I was shocked she couldn't mm-hmm. read a clock at that age. I forgot mm-hmm. what age it was. But think about it: if you don't need to remember phone numbers, if you don't need to uh, think about directions because your phone is telling you how to get there and where to go, mm-hmm. you don't need to calculate numbers at all. Like mm-hmm. why? Anything beyond simple arithmetic, you don't. What are you doing? You're just right. wasting time, basically. So mm-hmm. I can give you a great example of a stupid way I use chat GPT. I wanted to make some pastrami. So instead of going to Google and asking for a recipe on how to make pastrami, I just put it in chat GPT. And you know what I didn't get? All those stupid ads that come with the recipe, mm-hmm. right? It just told me what to do, 
how much, you know, the ingredients, everything. So they, wherever they got that information from, they, you know, calculate, you know, got it together, present it to me. This is how you make pastrami, Andre. You don't need to look at these ads, nothing like that. So just something that simple I can do in 2023. In 2025, man, like, you, 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 that powerful and something that can move, like Mm -hmm. that Sophia uh, robot. Mm -hmm. Whatnot, or these Japanese robots that are already working in uh, nursing homes. Uh, I went to. Do you guys have a Bevmo where you're at? It's like a liquor store. Mm-hmm. There's a chain liquor store. It's a big like warehouse type of liquor store. But they. This is two years ago. They had a robot to greet you at the store at the door, and you tell them what you want. Hey, may I help you? Can I help you find something? Like, well, okay, I want some liquor. I mean, I want some let's say vodka right Mm -hmm. okay follow me and it would take you to the liquor aisle and if Mm -hmm. you said well i want some russian standard that's a great liquor that nobody sells now because of this ukraine crap Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you look for good vodka russian standard is probably the best out there that's Um, kind of amazing anyway yeah it would take you to the bottles of Mm -hmm. russian standard and i was like this is that was too that was COVID time Mm-hmm. So 2020, 21. Mm-hmm. And if you put something as powerful as Chat GPT in something like that, it's, a, it's just a game changer, man. Mm-hmm. And just looking forward. It's coming, man. And, and it's good to it's already being utilized. It's not presented to the public yet. Public, yep. yep maybe, I'm disconnected cause maybe I'm disconnected because I live in New Jersey and we're the last state in the country where it is required to have an attendant pump your own gas. So I figure... If there's a person pumping my gas, ain't nobody, no robot looking for my liquor for me. At least when they, they when the gas the, station right? attendants get replaced by robots, I'm moving to Minnesota or somewhere. Hey man, I think Montana. Still, you still have to have someone pump your gas in Oregon. I haven't been there in a while, but I that's know that crazy, was, man. I ain't seen that in a long time. time. <laughs> I love it. The gas is cheap. I mean, we're at the end of a pipeline, and the guys especially with it, it's been cold out lately so it's like I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> uh well gentlemen man we at the hour point man and as always we can go forever but i know you guys got things to do so do i but um as always man it's good to connect we cover a lot of subjects and just better understand what's going on man and hopefully we gotta get some good laughs out of it and so uh i want to definitely point everybody let me just bring it on the screen real quick so everybody can find out what's going on so you guys produce content as well Want to make sure I remind everybody the coming conflict. And Tommy, you are you on YouTube yet or what? Yes, yeah. Um, I am going to be doing uh, a segment on YouTube every week called "What the F? Why the F is nobody talking about this?" And that's going to be on Rumble and YouTube. Okay, good deal. So check them out. The coming conflict, and also we have the broke capitalist on YouTube as well. And current author, you work on another book, Dre? Or what? You got yeah, book I got a trilogy. It's called uh, the, um, "Ideas and Blood." The mm-hmm. first one is called Nyack. The second one's called Marshall. And the third one isn't titled yet, but I'm working on that now. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, hey, so look out for me at uh, thebrokecapitalist.com. But all right, my good people. As always, appreciate you guys for hanging out with us and just uh, sharing your two cents in the comment as well. Leave some comments down there. And I don't do a good job of checking the chat to, you know, ask questions and thoughts. But, you know, you guys, if you get a chance throughout the day tomorrow, come back and check the comment section. If you got questions for these guys, They'll be there. Go follow them, whatever. But anyway, enjoy the rest of your night, people. Be blessed. Be safe. See you guys later. Amen. Have a good night, guys.